You are listening to the Converge Media Network, uplifting our voices. Giraffe vagine. I was right there. Strippers were moving the way that it was legit. I forgot they went to the strip club. Oh my god, I totally forgot about that. Not only am I sad, I'm more hurt, and I'm and I move differently when I'm hurt than when I'm sad. That's because you're a Scorpio. You're Scorpio, Sean. That wasn't a question. Because America and racism, in 1958, there was a, a man named Clinton, Clinton Jenkins, I think, or Clinton Johnson. So he applied to the University of Mississippi and was forcibly committed to an insane asylum because oh, wow. the, the judge said that a black man would have to be crazy to apply to the University of Mississippi. In other words, a black man would have to be insane to want to better himself and get a higher education. As if any black people, you never mind. Exactly. And this is why I love that book. Full of fun facts. Welcome back. Of course, you guys are watching Rewind with Besa. I'm your host, Besa Gordon. And first things first, you already know we got to talk about these events that are happening in the Seattle-Tacoma area that you should know about. For starters, on Friday and every single Friday, there is an Afrobeats party that happens at Red Lounge. And these are amazing, amazing music, amazing vibes. I never feel judged when I'm in there. I'm always trying to learn dances that I know good and well my body just to be like, girl, we did not grow up doing this. But it's cool. It's cool. I be trying, okay? Also, if I'm not mistaken, they're supposed to be going to Portland on Saturday also. If I can find a flyer for that, I'll put that in here. In the meantime, between time and other things happening across Seattle that you should know about, DJ Paul from 3-6 Mafia is going to be at Q Nightclub on Friday. We also have a Lashes drag show at The Comeback. This is also something that happens every single Friday. Outside of that, we have the Fall Fashion Brunch, which is happening at Goldfinch Tavern. I'm actually thinking about that because you guys know I'm always good for a nice little brunch, okay? Now, for the kids, there is a show called Ask Why that is going to be at Seattle Children's Theater, okay? One thing I really do like about this is that it's different, okay? Their main focus is kids from ages, I want to say, like, three to nine. And believe it or not, it's like miming and contemporary dance and music to help kids get their feelings out and also be able to understand some of the topics that might be a little bit harder for them to understand as time goes on if they don't think about it now. Ask Why is actually one of the shows where it's going to feature Regine, who will use her own experience to guide us through the question, why are black people being hurt here in America? And I think we can all say there's been a lot of interesting things happening within the black community, whether it's from the black community or outside the black community or just happening to the black community. And it's amazing to have something that is like this, that is literally just going to be based and actually targeted towards our kids so that way they know what the heck is going on and why these things are happening. And I think it's so amazing to have something like this actually be geared towards the children because let's be honest, we've all had at least a five-year-old be like, mommy, daddy, why are they doing this to this person? Or why do they look like me? And this always happens to us. So I think it's amazing for Seattle Children's Theater to be doing this, especially being that not only is it tackling a tough conversation, but it's tackling a tough conversation in a way that children can even understand at the age 
of three to nine years old. So if you would like more information about BKBX Kids Ask Why, you can head on over to sct.org. And that's also where you can grab your tickets. Now, and other things that are happening across the city, we do have Smokey Robinson. He's going to be at EQC. Then we also have a mimosa fest. Okay, you guys know I love me a good mimosa. This is going to be happening at the Crocodile on, I want to say, Sunday. And then also on Sunday, there is a North West record show at Seattle Center Armory Food Court. All right. And you guys might not know this, but I've been definitely trying to work on a record collection. So I think I'm going to check that out on Sunday and let you guys know how it is. Deontay here. Join me and my entire Converge family as we once again take over the Paramount Theater October 24th and 25th. And by the way, you can be at the broadcast too. Head over to whereweconverge.com slash Paramount to RSVP. Like, but yeah, Trumbots. intergalactic on intergalactic a lighter note. You and me, intergalactic. Did I say lighter note? I feel like you did. It. I mean, it makes sense. It's lighter. But <laughs> intergalactic on a lighter note. Um, I haven't finished it. I started mm-hmm. it, and honestly, I think I may have finished it, but. I was smoking some weed that night and I really think I fell asleep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, because when I watched it again just now, it's starting from the beginning. But, um, in case you guys have not seen Intergalactic, I'll give you a quick little 10 second. Um, it's on Netflix. It was written and produced by black people. The two that I know of is uh, Kenya Burris and Kid Cudi. But then there was also like a whole just team of black people behind it in Mm. terms of the idea behind it and how they wanted it to look and how they wanted it to feel and how they really just wanted it to be. Nothing like any other cartoon that really involved black people. I loved it. And I was so high when I watched it. I was higher than Vagine. Like I was so high. High. Giraffe vagine. I was right there. <laughs> giraffe vagine. What does that mean? Giraffe vagine. Giraffe vagina. I was higher. <laughs> I was higher than giraffe vagina. I'm using correct words, but giraffe vagine. Because you know giraffes be up there. And that's where I was. There. <laughs> it was there. You can you can't see my hand. I couldn't feel or see myself. That <laughs> how high I was and I really enjoyed this movie (laughs) you know what I did like about it and I haven't even fully watched it yet I've watched like some previews and then what am I like 15 minutes into it actually being conscious Mm -hmm. um but then like the first couple moments into it I see a guy on his balcony smoking a blunt and even the lighting of the blunt on the the cherry of the blunt I was like it's not one color. It's not. It's so, actually blunting cherry the way that it's supposed to. Ombre. Ombre. The strippers were moving the way that it was legit. I forgot they went to the strip club. Oh my God. I totally forgot about that because they did that whole boys not out thing. I was like, yo, this is a this is such a good movie. I was like, this is Dallas signs locks were locking. They didn't just look like a a big chunk of <laughs> you know. Because yeah, Ty does not have trees. He has separate life. He has no trees. Right. Big chunk of straight hair together, but right. it really looked like someone braided it. So I don't know if it was more so of like a green suit type of situation, but I, it really gave black metaverse. Like, yeah, I would like to know that too, like because it was something that I was watching and I was like, well, some of it, like it's all kind of like hand drawn ish, 
But like, I'm just wondering, it's the, the I could be wrong. It could have changed because um, back in the day, um, excuse me, I used to talk to a guy that did, it's called vectoring. And so when you turn a regular image into a cartoon, it's called vectoring. So I'm like, I'm trying to figure out like, is it vector? Is it motion capture? Is it a mixture of both? Like I was actually, cause you remember I was saying it was kind of like stop motion. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was too cartoon, perfect. Right. To it was cartoon, stop motion, but it was a cartoon. Flow right. Like that. right, right, right. And that's how I was just like, and like I was telling you also, when I realized that I was on the same level as the giraffe, it was because I, <laughs> it was because th- it stopped stop motioning and started moving in real time. And I was like, oh, I'm like, I, that ain't I, about right. <laughs> I am. <lit. laughs> but I bet you that made it like the graphics on point. Eyebrows on these women on fleek. <laughs> Multiple skin tones of brown. Okay. <laughs> different hair textures, different heights. We got cheekbones, and I know for a fact these women are wearing, you know, highlighter for brown girls on there. Like, they really took time. And when I was watching some interviews that um, Kenya Barris, uh, Kid Cudi, and others did about it, Kid Cudi was saying that one of the things he really wanted to do was, in a nutshell, bring out that visual album. You know what I mean? Like connect that music to the soundtrack the way that it used to be connected in a way to where it's like you hear that song, you instantly think of that scene again. And apparently they did a really, really good job of that to where it was was like they basically dropped the whole album. Kind of like because if I'm not mistaken, like every time a new song would drop, every time a different song would play, wouldn't they have it like in the somewhere in the screen? They would tell you what song it was. I feel like maybe either that or, or you know what? I think I was watching it with closed captions on. So maybe that, maybe that. I'm like, I don't know. Let's forward. (laughs) Actually, that might make sense. I think I was watching it with closed captions on. Again, Jidaf. And so, yeah, I could have just been watching it with closed captions on and interpreting it as part of the thing when it wasn't the thing. But, you know seasoning on the chicken. I love it. It was just, I, I was, I'm, I'm just, it was mm, chef's kiss. Chef's I was like, kiss. it was a good movie. It was a really good movie. I you were going to say that. It was a good movie. It was a, it was a great car because I just was cooking. Y'all look at my Instagram. I'd be cooking. I, Did you um, take anything away from it? Because there was one thing that they keep saying in all the previews where it was like, love doesn't really matter or it doesn't really count until you like really mean it or you really feel it or something like that. Um, it's interesting you asked this question because I had, I was, I was having a very deep, um, board meeting with myself. And this one I confer with me. And I do so, the same thing from time to time. Now, actually, I do it a lot. My mm-hmm. And so I was like, cause I was thinking about previous relationship and I was thinking about the word love. And I was thinking about if love Love is not really any different than any other emotion, I think. Um, it's just, yeah, I wouldn't say that love is different than any other emotion because it's like when you're in love, you do stupid stuff, but you can also do stupid stuff when you're angry. You can do stupid stuff when you're hungry. You can do stupid stuff when you're sad. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, so I, I always try to figure out like what it is about love that is is so exalted. You know what I'm saying? Like when you do the bad things, why is the bad things in love worse than like bad things done in sadness, I suppose? Or why does it get more 
I guess like attention or you know what I'm saying? I'm trying to find the words. Whenever I do this with my hands, I'm trying to find words. But okay, I just feel like it's more emotionally driven. Is that what it is? I, I'm, cause and, I'm, and I feel like when you're really, when you really are in love, you truly sometimes have those blinders on. Very true. Very true. Very true. Where it's like when you're sad, you really just are emotional. When you're in love, you're mm. in your set, you're emotional, and you have blinders on. Mm. Like all of your senses and all of your you know, defenses are taken down. Mm. So now you're just this raw shell of yourself that feels hurt, that might be upset and doesn't really know what to do, but lash out. And because your defenses are down, that usually means that your common sense is somewhere, mm-hmm. I don't know, in a dumpster yeah. around the corner, getting tossed to the bottom of the ocean, getting eaten up. Are you dumb? Are you dumb? Are you stupid? Like, yeah, that's common sense. Are you stupid, dumb, or both? Like, what are we doing here? You know, if not more. Hi, too. What's going on? You know, and I think that's what happens when there's love. Like when you're sad, like for me, I'm sad when like my my grandparent, like, you know, my grandma passed away. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to love, I'm not sad. I'm pissed and I'm hurt. So now you got to deal with me. Mm-hmm. Not only am I sad, I'm more hurt and I'm and I move differently when I'm hurt than when I'm sad. That's because you're a Scorpio. You're Scorpio, Sean. Mm-hmm. That wasn't a question, but so like my thing, <laughs> that was a statement. <laughs> that was a statement. Um, but, like, <laughs> but so like I always, uh, my everybody last, else comes back to yeah, It was a statement. So like, um, <laughs> I, I figured out in my last relationship that there, the difference in between loving someone and being in love with someone is that when you love some, like you can love someone, like and still retain all your faculties and all the things. But when you're in love with someone, it's literally ignoring everything else. Right? That's wrong with them. Huh? Or, just, or just even like, or just even like ignoring your mind and listening to your heart. Cause your mind will tell you that you shouldn't trust this person for whatever reason, valid or invalid. Right. But your heart will tell you, nah, bump that we're here. And well, so remember what happened when he bought you flowers. Right. right. He cooked you your favorite sea right. bass dish. That's that's not a small feat. And so I might give you a pass as well because it's sea bass. Like that's a whole fish. Like that's a lot. And so it's a big fish. And so like yeah, but like no, that's that's the difference in between loving someone and being in love with someone. Like you know what I'm saying? Like to me, it's like forgoing your mind and listening to your heart, even though your mind, your mind is screaming at you talking from personal experience, your mind is screaming at you. Hey, no stupid. And you're like, no, I love this person. But don't you feel like that happens in general, no matter what the love is, because you know, you think about those moms that have the sons and they baby the crap out of their sons, no matter how much crap that they do. I mean, I wouldn't think that you would be in love. I don't have kids, so I don't really know how that works. But I wouldn't, or a sibling. So again, don't really know how that works. I have cousins. Um, so I would think you wouldn't be in love with your son, but I would also think it might be a different kind of love that I just haven't experienced yet. So there's also, I, I broke this down. I did a whole mini podcast. I'm not tripping, right? No, 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 no. I did a whole mini podcast on it. In my mind, there's like four types of love. There's general love. There's familiar love. 
there's platonic love and there's familial love, right? So a general love is like, oh, I love skiing. It's a general um, infatuation with a person, place or thing, right? Oh, I, I love Rihanna. I love Beyonce. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you don't know this person, but you love things about this person, right? General love. Then you have like, what did I say? Uh, romantic love. That's actually being in love with someone. And, you know, that love brings physical that like, I want to love you. I want to be with you. You know, I want to have sex on the ceiling. That's romantic kind of love, you know, platonic love and familial love kind of go hand in hand. But like you can platonically love someone like a friend, you know what I'm saying? And not have any sort of romantic feelings for them. And familial love is the same way. Like a mother can love her child, but she shouldn't be in love with her child. Right. You know what I'm saying? So in my mind, those are the four types of loves. If anybody wants to write this down, it's fine. Just credit me. I'm, I'm cool. I'm available. Um, so yeah, the, in my yeah. mind, that's how, I, that's how I break it down. So, I mean, I would hope it would be that way because even like the same love that I would have for my job, I'm not going to have that same love for my mama, <laughs> but I love what I do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? I love my friends, but I don't love, my friends as much as I would someone that I was like, you know, in love with and like in like a full blown relationship right. with it's right. it's a different, different kinds of things. So it, it, it's still it might be on the same level, but the loves are a little different. So that makes sense. I would agree. Did you take anything away from this show that you watched to where you would like actually recommend it to other people to check it out? I took away, I like seeing black people doing things and in places that we historically have been excluded from. Mm. Uh, So I love the fact that this was an entire cartoon that is essentially, I don't know, y'all don't kill me. I don't know the difference between technically a comic book and a graphic novel. I'm not really sure. But like, it's kind of, it's nice to see black people in the production, making the production, being a part of the production and dispensing it in a way that appeals to the people that are in it, right? So I Mm -hmm. like, like that. Um, I also really appreciate the way that and not skimping on the budget because we still don't know if that's like some three mm-hmm. D cartoon. Cuddy, you Kenya, know, Kenya, I put on a green suit type of situation mm-hmm. and I actually pulled mm-hmm. a dancer out to jump on the pole type right. thing because right. Natural to me. right. I like that and the fact that this movie was clearly made for people that do drugs. Um, because I thoroughly enjoyed it. It actually got better the higher I got. Um, and so I was like, this is, I like people that like marijuana. And so, what is that one TV show about like the white mom with the mixed son and they have the dispensary together? Disjointed. It reminded me, it reminds me of really. uh, Okay. Have you I seen it? I haven't. I haven't. I've, I've. I've. I've heard tell of it, but I have not seen it. So now you. The thing with disjointed is that it's not a cartoon or anything like that. But they have little moments that if you just watch it, you see it one way. But if you're high, you see it a completely different way. It like things mm-hmm. that don't make sense as to why they're there. You're like, I understand why you slowed down this moment because you knew I needed a break. Exactly. 
It'd be like that. It'd you like knew that. I needed to get lost. And then the character that got lost in the sauce, they snap back and they'd be like, whoa. And you'd be like, well, goddamn. <laughs> just like, it's literally just like uh, Pink Floyd's album. Um, uh, God, I... The one with the pyramid on it. Fuck. Uh, what's the name of it? The one with the pyramid on it. Um... I have a confession. Even you don't know who that is. That's fine. That's cool. Uh, it, it's, it's okay. It, I, I'm not mad at you. Uh, <laughs> it's called Time. It's an album with the pyramid on it. That entire album was made to trip on, um, <laughs> and you hear it differently. I remember the first time I heard that album, and then I remember the time that I heard it, and we were all cross faded, smoking blunts and drinking liquor. Um, these are fun restaurant times. I was 16 hanging with 24 and 25 year olds. I, oh. Nobody knew how, nobody knew my age though. Like, cause they were like, and I remember when I told them, they were like, wait, you're how old? And he was like, how? They were like, but you don't even act like a kid. And I was like, I mean, I, I'm used to hanging around adults. Now, I pa- get that button the reverse these days. Yeah. Now pass the, now pass the blunt and the shot. What are we Share. Doing? Share. What are we doing here? We're here already. You've already Share. enabled. You have already enabled me. Let's not ruin the moment. Going out. What are Let, we doing? Thank you. Let's not ruin a moment. Let's keep it going. All right. I won't drive. <laughs> At least until I'm sober, I'll take a nap. But let's keep it going. The, the album is playing. You're right. It was better. It, they were like they literally said, "What was his name? Tommy? I can't remember. It was like Tommy and Julia and somebody else." And they were like, I could talk about this now. Statue of limitations gone. But um, it's like 20 years ago. And so like, <laughs> it, God, I'm old. But anyway, yeah, uh, they were like, listen to this album. Hi, it makes so much more sense. And it was it's, it's true. I, just I feel like a lot of music makes more sense when you're high. And I don't know why. And maybe it's because I think that in this day in life, we just have so many things going on mm. and you really don't slow down and listen to the music listen to the lyrics picture the damn music and Mm -hmm. picture what they're really saying nobody really does that anymore everyone just kind of listens to it i like the beat i like the cadence or i don't and a lot of times i really do have to sit with an album for like a day or sometimes a month i might hold you yeah no to really be like wait a minute yeah you gotta process it yeah. I either really do like this or I really don't. don't. And the ones that I like like later on, especially all like the Drake ones that I didn't like right away, those are like the ones that I still play on repeat. I'm not even gonna hold you. you even Beyonce's be latest album. You gotta be the only black person that the only I'm you, okay you, with you, that. No, you gotta be the only black woman that said that about it uh, that has said that about Drake. You literally have to. Because I I'm I okay with that. Black girls love Drake. Um, <laughs> I, I I enjoy Drake, but it doesn't mean I like everything that he does. Mm-hmm. And sometimes his music, I'm like, what was that album, Scorpion? Where that that man had like 40 tracks on it. I said, who was listening to this? I don't even know if I finished that one, but what I do know like, is bro, that you every Michael Jackson, album, ain't nobody finishing through this. <laughs> <laughs> 30 albums of Drake? Like, who's doing that? Like, no. Yeah, I don't think I finished that one. I'm not even going to hold you. I, was just I got like, to mm. track five and turned it off. I was like, okay, we've had enough. And I'll Well, come what back. happens is, especially if you're not that interested in it, you get to like track five or six and you're like, how many are, li- how many? You know I what? literally did that. I literally did that. I was like, nope. There's, there's, 
25 yeah. more tra- yeah no next <laughs> I'm serious. If, if anything goes viral if anything starts popping i'll know about it right then i'll go back and listen to certain parts um there are also certain albums that i so this this episode is basically a love letter to thc mushrooms and other substances um at this point um because we've just really been, i so what you guys don't know is that we talked earlier and I don't know what I'm gonna keep in here. I'm not even gonna hold you. I know, you might have like three episodes edited out of this one. It's fine. <laughs> so we talked. <laughs> we talked earlier <laughs> about doing an episode about things that make us feel good. Um, and one thing me and Basa have in common is our love of THC. And um, <laughs> I also we like the high life. I also like shrooms, but like. Um, <laughs> psychedelics man and so um <laughs> it's just interesting that we got to this topic i had my first chocolate your child first who my first chocolate what does that mean oh the my mushroom chocolate. i don't like those i'd rather just take a regular cap i would too i i don't know the difference my little home you i've never had anything outside of the chocolate i've had both so my first time. one with the chocolate it was great the second one it wasn't so great and at that point i was like all right i just need to go to my own little shroom doctor and figure because, out my life right because no 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 when i went to um when i was in new york and i bought the edibles now i wish i would have bought the chocolate bar honestly because i don't know them edibles are gonna hit like that um but i just did not want the the mushroom bar was like 50 bucks and i was like i'm the 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 edibles were like 25 so i was like i'm just gonna like i just this will last me a little bit but now seeing the strength and the potency of those edibles i wish i had gotten a chocolate bar because when yeah, because I had, you only need like a little no, yeah. excuse me. But when I had the chocolate bar in California for the first time, it didn't really do nothing. I had like three, I had like five or six caps and like a third of a chocolate bar. And so, but I wasn't feeling anything, but I had a chocolate bar first. And I didn't start feeling anything until I ate the actual mushrooms. So, um, shout out to Coco Sarai. Mm, shout out to my sis, Coco Sarai. Uh, Cause we got high as hell that night. Oh man, we got high, and we look. We got high, and then like, um, he who shall not be named, they put on like a a light show on the ceiling. Oh my god, I have videos. I have to send you. Like I was just looking. Dope. I was looking at my hand. <laughs> I was high as hell. I was like looking at my hand, looking at it. And see, thing. that's why I want like the stars that go on the ceiling and shit like that. Like for my, my living room, you know, I have stuff on like the floor for lights and then I have stuff around my TV. But in my room, I want it on the ceiling and then I want one of those little lights that puts like little stars up there and stuff. I got one in my living room. I used to hang above the TV so that way it would project onto the couch. Um, but then it fails. So now I got to hang it back up somewhere. But so now when I turn it on, it just sits like on my TV stand. But it's still kind of dope to see it on the ceiling um, when you're when you're messed up. Um, wait, so second, so second, <laughs> okay. second thing I want to talk about that brings me joy, surprisingly, um, the Miss Pat show is hilarious. Like it is, I be hollering in this house. The Miss Pat show, shout out, it's Emmy nominated now. Um, like it's really good. I've never seen a kind of like comedy sitcom and the styling, the way that she does it, like she will do like uh, maybe like a two minute bit and then she'll put the mic down and, you know, 
whatever happens and they'll start the scene like directly from her bit. And I was like, that's really unique. Like, that's really dope. Like, and then it, like I said, it's, it's like the Miss Pat show. It is, it, I, I highly recommend it. It is really, really funny. Um, she is, she's an amazing comedian. Um, you know, they tagged, I just watched the episode um, where Brittany Inge, shout out Brittany Inge. I love her. She's gorgeous. She thick as a mug. And uh, she was on my podcast. Um, so shout out to Brittany Inge. But Brittany Inge is in it. She comes out as a lesbian. And it was a whole thing. It was just it was just a really good, really funny episode. Um, I like that. I like her style of comedy because it's a way more vulgar version of the way that I use comedy to teach lessons. Um I will say that. So it's just like I was like, oh, I see myself in this person and the way that they're. I want to see. Um, <laughs> it's a real. You gotta watch, watch it. it. Is it on you gotta, YouTube, HBO? You got BT Plus. I think I do. I'm about to say if not, I got two weeks left for my subscription. I let I give you my login. You can watch it. Um, I do because I'll be watching Madea. I know I got it somewhere. Madea on Netflix too. So, no, no, not the plays. But you watch it on. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So yeah, okay. The then plays got, are only on BET Plus. <laughs> uh, okay. You can okay. watch all the old school plays on BET Plus. Oh, the okay. Good stuff. So yes, yes, it's on BET Plus. It's it's a really, 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 really funny show. So I like. I highly recommend. Check it out. I like that. Mm-hmm. It's a I really like fun that. This is the other half of that. Well, if I had to say the things that really make me happy, I would say the best things that make me happy these days is sitting in my bathtub after a day where I want to throw my phone out the window as if I didn't actually need it, which takes a lot of work because, you know, I got to take the screen off, you know, you got to put the screen back on a lot of work to do that, but I really be ready to do that. Um, But it's something about sitting in the bathtub, watching tarot readings, having like a fireplace on my TV because my apartment doesn't have one and lighting an incense that just makes me feel so relaxed by the end of the night. And what I really like to do is clean my entire apartment. Like I'm putting away clothes, putting stuff in the dryer, washing the dishes, wiping things down on the counter and cleaning it up. Then once it's finally clean, clean, I come back, I go back over certain areas with some Florida water and then I run my bathtub and I put a little Epsom salt in there, some essential oils. And then last night, I didn't even turn anything on when I was in the tub. I was just on my phone, hmm. just like reading an article. And it was so relaxing. Hashtag self-care. No, period. My other favorite form of things that make me happy, I have to say, is just not being in Seattle these days. Well. It's not that I want to leave Seattle. I don't like, and people (laughs) get confused when they're like, oh, you don't want to be here? No, I like it here. Because when I leave for too long, I'm ready to come back. Right. Um, But I like to get a break from the bubble that we're in. Right. And even when I go to Portland, I'm like, I feel alive until I felt like I needed to buy a pocket knife. You know, (laughs) when I was in Hawaii, I was like, this is great. And so I realized how far apart everything was in me. And it was just muggy at all times, you know? So when I get out of Seattle, I really feel like I can 1000% be me. I feel free, if you will. Like, I don't feel like 
you know, I'm going to go into Whole Foods or child went to the bank one day and somebody knew who I was. I'm like, damn, what if my bank account only had like $10? That's embarrassing. You know what I mean? Like, it, it, it's weird moving around this city sometimes for me. And I just sometimes I don't know who's watching me. I don't really know who knows who I am and doesn't really want to say things. Mm-hmm. And it happens to where someone's like, oh my God, I knew that was you like an hour ago, but I just didn't want to say anything. But when I leave, it's amazeballs because we, no one is used to seeing me. I have um I have a friend that does um he's a content creator and the, the new generation of content creators, which is you know, porn stars. So he's he's on OnlyFans. I'm gonna say come on, OnlyFans. He on OnlyFans, OnlyFans popping. Uh shout out my boy Gio. And uh we were talking about it's so nice, and I, I think I had this conversation with you too. Um, it's nice to have friends that do things because people that don't do things don't understand. Um, like again, the things that I do on the internet to my mind live on the internet. Like this is, it's a whole separate whole different world, but that's not the truth because you know, I am the things that I do on the internet and vice versa. And so like we were talking about how interesting he was like telling me a story about how he was riding on a bird through midtown and like somebody messaged him on Twitter was like, oh, I saw you riding on a bird through Midtown. Why would you message me that? Like, that's weird. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's just kind of like the things that my own personal experiences that have happened to me and my uh, minuscule amount of, if you want to call it internet fame, you know, your experiences or whatever else. Like people, like it's hard of hard to explain to people that are that no people will really do that that's happened to me oh i was here and i just didn't want to say hi or i didn't get a chance to say hi but they find you on social media and you're just like right it's very yeah it's very what if i was tooting it up god damn i don't really toot but um (laughs) just I, i i don't toot um there's no tooting there's no becking there's no there's no no twerking I got my ministry. Um, but yeah, no, it's like I said, it's just, it's, it's different when you do things and you have somewhat of, when you have a public facing life, um, you forget that you in the public. Right. And yeah. that's a 24 hour seven, 25, that's a 25, 367 day situation. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like it doesn't really stop. And so, like, you kind of, yeah, like, like you said, it's just interesting to to have that happen. And I'm just thankful now that I've I'm starting to make more friends and people that do things who can have these conversations. Because me trying to have this conversation with like my mama or my country cousins, or even some people down here, like, they just don't get it. <laughs> it's a whole thing. It's a whole. Thing. Yeah, it's a whole moment. People are like, I'm like, oh my god. I wonder I was literally walking from doing an interview with someone that was on the phone. I think I was on the phone. Oh, actually. Mm. And I'm telling him about how, like, you know, just how great the interview was. And someone goes, are you Mesa? And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> As I'm just walking in the middle of downtown, minding my own business. Are There's you? been other times where I'm crossing the street. Someone's like, hey, Mesa. And I'm like. Right. Like you got a name tag on. Like, what? how do you feel? Oh. <laughs> Then I got all the white people looking at me like, well, who this? <laughs> it's just it's, it's a weird, not that the white, not that it matters, but it's just a matter of like, well, who is that? You know? Right. And it's like, it's just a weird thing of, I just like to walk around 
and ambiguity. In my, my business. Yeah, like the people that need to know who I am, that's who I really want to know who I am. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I want my listeners to know who I am. But when I'm just walking down the street, I don't have security like that. Mm-hmm. It scares me sometimes when people yeah. just pop up. It's weird. Right. So I like being out of the state. I could wear itty bitty shorts. I could wear whatever I want, walk where I need to go, mind my business. And it's not as crazy, although I should still be careful, which I am. But it's in a different way of me not worrying about someone potentially eavesdropping on whatever I'm talking about just because they know who I am. Not because what I'm talking about is interesting, but because they're like, oh my God, like Asa, who is she talking to? You're trying to be nosy, right? You just want want to be nosy. You're trying to mind my business and drink my water when you should be minding yours and drinking yours. Like that situation. You're smoking your own weed. We don't do five on it out here. What you doing? I got five on it. No, you don't. No, you have your own control. (laughs) It's COVID. Are you stupid? And monkeypox. I ain't randomly smoking after nobody. And flu season is where? Right there. As I start coughing. <laughs> I've been coughing all day, but we have like uh, apparently the worst air in the world right about now here in Washington State. We have about three fires going on, and I'm not even going to hold you. It's pretty bad. Yo, um, I was talking to. <coughs> Excuse me. Lord God, um, I was talking to my boy Joel, <clears throat> and he was telling me that like the air is real bad because I got like hella fires, hella, and it's not raining. And I feel like even when it does rain, there's so much smoke, the rain doesn't fully make it all the way down. It's not raining in Seattle. That's because like, like eighty degrees on Monday. <clears throat> when global warming, um, because when you had said that, when he said that there was forest fires i was like but it's it's october it's october but it's they're evergreens everywhere and it's always moist and it's always moist ever crinkly ever crackly grass like it's dry out here i mean i'm not saying that the grass is necessarily not green but it has not been raining in a minute (sighs) Like it was supposed to rain on Wednesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, and it still has not rained. It rained for like maybe five minutes and then it just has not rained again. So now we just got all this smoke that looks like fog and the air is a mess. I woke up with a sore throat today and it wasn't from COVID. So, you know, it's like the air is just, and I ain't been doing nothing else, y'all. So the air is just jacked. Meanwhile, I too have a sore throat. Um, I'm I'm battling right now and getting over. And I say, like I said, the spirit of car troubles, the spirit of exhaustion, and the spirit of whatever seasonal ailments is upon all of us right now. Because everybody, I don't talk to five people this week with car trouble, including myself. And my mama got car trouble. I was like, I, I swear, everybody got car. Everybody car in the shop. Everybody like. I asked I my like, friend. And I was like, girl, what is in retrograde? And she said, there's like an eclipse and Scorpio that's coming up. I said, oh, is that what it is? Welcome to something. my world. Something. Something. Yeah, well, like an eclipse is, like wouldn't an eclipse and Scorpio make you nice? Wouldn't an eclipse and Scorpio make you nice, though? Does make anything in Scorpio make you nice? That's a good question. That's a, that's a that's a literally good question. I was talking to somebody. I, I, I genuinely believe that I'm just a well-balanced Scorpio, but I still have my moments. Hmm. 
I, I told you I was talking to somebody that was Scorpio Sun, Cancer Moon, Scorpio Rising. And I was like, oh, so you're evil. Like you're actually evil. Like there's a like there's a there's a a definite like, you know, there's Trump and then there's like Ursula. And so you sit somewhere in the middle, but you're definitely evil. Like you're definitely on the scale. You're on the spectrum for um for uh evil. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I definitely have actually. a good heart, but I have some <laughs> some itchy things, if you will, <laughs> some itchy habits, if you will. Um, you know, I, I have, I have some tinglings that sometimes I'd be like, damn, that was really rude. And you, and you, and you, <laughs> Why did you do that? <laughs> and your peoples is from Louisiana. So I just mm, got to watch that food. Um, I do my best to not think too hard. <laughs> <laughs> if you know what I mean. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I think those are going to be like my two happy places along with watching Beyonce's Black is King. I don't know why, but whenever that I feel away about life, beautiful I will visuals. watch Beyonce. I will watch Beyonce's Black is King. Very beautiful visuals. It's very beautiful visuals. What's really interesting is, and I'm going to bring it back to Coco. Shout out Coco Sarai. Um, she has a video called uh, Coffee in the Morning. And Tell me more. And and is it is that coffee in the morning? So she in this video, I just want to make sure I'm quoting it right. But in this video, this for the video for coffee in the morning time, when you said black is king, um, she does her visuals kind of like, and mind you, this video came out three years ago. So this video came out before Beyonce did it, but it's just kind of interesting to see the visuals in it because it reminds me of Black is King. Um, and this is a small, you know, small budget, small production. Um, and she just does the thing. Um, <clears throat> so that was random. Um, but I also like to, I like to big up my friends. All right, y'all. Well, shoot, that's going to be everything that makes me happy. Traveling, taking a good bath, cleaning up my apartment. And frankly, sometimes just being by my damn self because I am an antisocial mother. You know what? Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> proud with that as long as you know it mm -hmm. um otherwise jc if you have one quick book that you would say makes you happy right now sapiens by i can't remember his name sapiens uh, we, we talked about this we before. talked about that i mean just, i because i'm still listening to it like yeah, <laughs> it's a, my audible it's a long listen and or read but it's good it's so good i found out he was giving um you know um, because america and racism in 1958 there was a, a man named clinton clinton jenkins i think or clinton johnson so he applied to the university of mississippi and was forcibly committed to an insane asylum because oh, wow. the, the judge said that a black man would have to be crazy to apply to the University of Mississippi. In other words, a black man would have to be insane to want to better himself and get a higher education. As if anybody, you never mind. Exactly. And this is why I love that book. Fun facts. Fun facts. Let me not even do that because, honey. So yes, I highly recommend the book Sapiens. 
sapiens, sapiens, sapiens. And I always am a little leery about books that talk about human history that aren't written by like that aren't written by exclusively black people only because books about human history that aren't written about black people tend to erase black people, which is ironic because we started humanity, but that's neither here nor there. And so I was a little leery on this book, but this book spares no punches. It throws no punch. Like, I mean, this book is like very much a very factual take on humanity, the good, the bad, the ugly, all of that stuff. Like, so I will highly recommend that book. All right. Well, you guys definitely check out Sapiens and you guys already know um, this particular episode with JC. Let me tell you, we talked about a whole lot of tingling. So y'all might end up getting like two episodes, three episodes out of this one. I'm not even going to hold you. We have a lot of sporadic topics going on. I have to start doing more episodes like on half edible. <laughs> like this was really enjoyable. This is good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one of where they can... Um, where they can find you out on social media. All right. Once again, guys, I am your friendly neighborhood Negro, Jay Carrington, a.k.a. JC. Uh, you can follow us, the OBT Network. It's on the screen. Right there. Uh, on all social media platforms, that's the YouTube, that's the Tiki Talks, that's the Instagrams, that's the Twitters, uh, that's the Snaps. Do we have a Snapchat? We don't have a Snapchat. I don't use Snapchat. I'm 34. Who uses Snapchat under the age of 20? Let's be real. Um, damn, let's be real. The filters aren't even good anymore. I'm not even going to hold you. I'm, I used to only use Snapchat for the filters. But for the filters, and now I'm just like Instagram. Yeah. They you, you, you figured it out because for a minute, Instagram filters were a no no. Trash. And now, yeah, they done zuck the hell out of TikTok and Snapchat. Um, so they, it was a zucking. If you see a zucking, say a zucking. Um, and so that just means Mark Zuckerberg, because you know how Facebook steals everything. So, um, or buys everything. Yeah. Shout out to T Boy, because uh, they came up with that phrase, T Boy, the best one yet podcast. It's a financial podcast that I like to listen to. Um, but yeah, if you see a zucking, say a zucking. And so, yeah. <laughs> Nick and Jack. I love you. Them two of my favorite white people. I really like them. Um, yeah, that's it. So yeah, you just follow me on the social medias right there. The OV at the OVT Network.com. So. All right. Well, y'all already know you can keep up with me on social media at Basic Gordon. Uh, I'll be back next week. Of course, next time you see me, I'll be at the Paramount doing the live broadcast at the Paramount Theater. JC should actually be there with us too at some point. Um, uh, so yeah, in the meantime, between time, keep up with me on social media at Basic Gordon. Real quick, JC, before we go. Hi. Is the world flat or circular? Oh, we're going to go with circular, Bob. All right. What we is go with- a globe? What is a globe? What is a globe, right. Alex? <laughs> what is a 360 degree spear, Alex? JC's going with circular. I'm going with, I don't know, child. I'm just here. Right. So, anyways, until Monday, I'm going to talk to y'all later on Rewind with Bates. Media produces culturally relevant content for Black and urban audiences. Our coverage is raw, transparent, and objective, praised by community leaders, government officials, and residents. Support Converge Media today via Venmo, Cash App, or PayPal at Converge Media. <laughs>